I wanted to share a tool that I started using recently. And if you're doing any prospecting or lead sourcing from LinkedIn, it's definitely worth checking out. The tool is called Surf and it's spelled S-U-R-F-E. It's a Chrome extension that allows you to add contacts to your CRM directly from LinkedIn. I use it to add contacts quickly, follow my deals, keep track of my notes. And it's actually saved me a bunch of time. The data is always 100% accurate because I don't have to copy and paste each detail from each contact over to my CRM. Instead, Surf does it all for me automatically with just one click. Now, the folks over at Surf have been kind enough to put together a promo offer for fans of SSP. You can go to the link in the show notes and use the promo code JWSURF with an E5 for a 5% discount on your first year. Check out the link in the show notes and go check them out. This one is for the savvy startups and SMBs out there. I've got a secret weapon for you that's going to skyrocket your sales without the unnecessary headaches that come along with using one of the big player CRM systems. That secret weapon is Close CRM. Now let's face it, we've all been there. We've used a clunky, confusing system that kind of makes you want to throw your laptop out the window. Well, fear not, Close is here to save your time, money, and sanity. Close has all of the powerful sales tools you need, minus the drama, to manage your leads, track your deals, and crush your targets effortlessly. It has calling, emailing, SMS, multi-channel sequences, and it even has meeting tracking built right in. It's easy to set up and implement. You can stop screwing around with CRMs that aren't built for you and start selling and managing customers today. You can start a free trial using the link in the show notes, special for SSP fans. There's this really common analogy out there regarding software. You'll mostly hear it in venture capital circles, and it's vitamins versus painkillers. So the analogy is some software products are painkillers, right? They're like ibuprofen. If you've got a headache, you've got to reach for that ibuprofen and get that taken care of right away. In other words, there's some SaaS products out there and some tools out there that a business absolutely must have to run their business, to solve their major pain points, et cetera, et cetera. Now, some SaaS products are vitamins. They're really nice to have. You probably should have it, but you're not going to die without it. And frankly, it's not going to take away your headache right away. Again, nice to have versus must have. So we were on a meetup yesterday for the SaaS sales players private community, and the topic came up and someone asked, what do you do if you're working in a SaaS company that is a vitamin company or a nice to have uh, company versus a must have piece of, of, of software, right? And I've had experience at both types of companies. I've worked for companies that were a core business application. They were a must have painkiller solves ma solving major problems for a company and they could not live without it, right? I've also worked for a lot of SaaS tools and advised a lot of SaaS tools and founders who were building a nice to have product. Now, how do you succeed in a vitamin company when uh, priority tends to go to the painkiller products, right? So here's a couple of ideas that I shared in our meeting yesterday that I wanted to pass along to you as the listener. It's if you find yourself right now, and there's a lot of SaaS companies out there that are nice to have, so they're vitamin companies. There's nothing wrong with these companies again, but it's a little bit harder to sell them, especially in a climate like the one we're in right now, where certain technologies and products are going to take precedent over others. So what can you do to improve your sales, to get better at hitting your targets and those, those kind of things, and actually, frankly, make commission while you're in one of these vitamin selling roles? Uh, let me tell you what I did and what I've seen others do that has worked really well. So it's really, it comes down to two things and I'll, I'll walk through those two things that you can do today. One is you need to start really understanding your buyer persona in a way that 
goes much deeper than you've ever gone or much deeper than your competitors are going and maybe even much deeper than some of the reps that those painkiller companies are, are, are doing, right? So in other words, you need to really understand the day-to-day of who your prospect is, what it is that keeps them up at night. You need to understand what their biggest frustrations are, what things are victories for your prospects. And the better you can understand some of these things, the more likely you're going to start to posture yourself as a consultant or an advisor or a peer to your buyers. Now, some of the ways that I've done this in the past is I'll subscribe to industry-specific publications. I always try to get out and meet with prospects in person as often as I can. The other thing I try to do is get cell phone numbers for my buyers as soon as I can, because as soon as you get on this kind of back and forth text messaging relationship, you start to be seen more as a peer, someone they can reach out to anytime and someone who's accessible. Those are just a few examples. I'm sure you can come up with a number of different ways for you to learn more about the industry that you're selling into, the buyer personas that you're selling into and what their day-to-day looks like, what motivates them, what's going to help them reach the next level in their career or in their role. Dig into some of those things. The more you do that, again, the more you're going to start to become a consultant, an advisor, a partner in everything. And that is going to be key to selling a vitamin product is you're going to have to, to, to do that in order to squash the competition and tune out, help them tune out some of the other noise in the marketplace. Because again, even if they're not looking at your direct competitors, there's other competing solutions in the marketplace and competing priorities in their business that might drown out what you're selling, right? So the better you can get at being an advisor and a partner and someone who consistently adds value in their business, the more likely they're going to be able to do business with you, even if you're a vitamin product, a nice to have. The second thing that I do is part of my sales process, I really try to understand what's in it for my buyers. What is it that they're getting out of my solution? And you have to really document that as part of your discovery. You need to continually ask that throughout the cycle. Almost every conversation after a certain stage should have some element of, hey, I'm reminding you why we're doing this, or you're reminding me what's in it for you. As, as the seller. So I can continue to present that and I can continue to convey that message and we can keep things marching along. As soon as you can dig in and understand what motivates the people you're working with to purchase your software, the easier things are going to get. So unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, nice to have vitamin companies out there. If you are at a company that is selling a vitamin and not a painkiller, keep an eye open for opportunities at a painkiller company. Having, again, been at both types of companies, it is a lot more lucrative to sell something that's going to solve major pain for your customers. That said, it's not impossible to sell a product that's a vitamin product or a nice-to-have product. You just have to start building out your relationships, posturing yourself as a consultant and a partner in their business, and really truly understanding what motivates them and tailoring your offering to highlight those things that are going to help get them from point A to point B. So I hope this helps someone out there, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah.